You can support Sapphire Planet by visiting the online store at sapphireplanet.com. Welcome. Your journey is just beginning. now entering the Sapphire Planet. You are now in the Sapphire Planet. In keeping with the modern mythologies that pervade North Korea's version of history, which is seen as crucial to the cult of personality and political control, it is alleged that Kim Jong-il was born on Mount Paktu at his father's secret base in 1942, when actually his birth was 1941 in the Soviet Union, and that his birth was heralded by a swallow, caused winter to change to spring, a star to illuminate the sky, and a double rainbow spontaneously appeared. These claims, like those surrounding his father, are false and continued throughout his life. Starting in the early 1970s, Kim Il-sung began to contemplate the succession question, albeit lightly at first. But, by 1975, King Jong-il was referred to as the party center, or in connection with his father with references to our great supreme leader and the party center. In 1977, the first confirmation of King Jong-il's succession by name was published in a booklet which designed and designated the younger Kim as the only heir to the Kim Il-sung, that he was a loyal servant to his father and had inherited his father's virtues, and that all party members were to pledge their loyalty to Kim Jong-il. They were also urged to support his absolute authority and obey him unconditionally. Prior to 1996, Kim Jong-il forbade the erection of statues of himself 
and discourage portraits. However, in 1996, schools were required to build a separate room for lectures dealing specifically with Kim Jong-il, known as the Kim Jong-il Research Institute. They included a model of his birthplace. There are approximately 40,000 research institutes. Totals include both Kim Il-sung, the father, and Kim Jong-il's, the son, throughout the country. Between 1973 and 2012, Kim Jong-il accumulated no fewer than 54 titles, most of which had little to do or nothing at all with real political or military accomplishments, since he never had any military training. Over the course of his life, the government issued numerous propaganda reports of the great accomplishments achieved by Kim Jong-il, such as that he could walk and talk before the age of six months. The North Korean newspaper reported that an unidentified French fashion expert said of Kim's fashion, Kim Jong-il mode, which is now spreading worldwide, is something unprecedented in world history, and that he could control the weather based on his mood. The Korean Central News Agency has also reported, among other things, that according to eyewitness accounts, nature and the sky unfolded such mysterious ecstasies in celebration of the birthday of Kim Jong-il. After Kim Jong-il's death, on December 17, 2011, the Korean Central News Agency said that layers of ice ruptured with an unprecedentedly loud crack at Chon Lake at Mount Paktu, and a snowstorm with strong winds hit the area. A political paper by his son, Kim Jong-un, sought to solidify his father as the eternal general secretary of our party. Many had been seen weeping during the 100-day mourning period, which is typical of Korean Confucian society. And an analyst at South Korea's Korean Institute for National Unification determined that such, so much of that public grief evidence during the mourning period was genuine expression of sorrow. Yet there has been some doubt as to the genuine nature and depth of the displays of grief. Similar to the mourning period of Kim Il-sung, individuals who did not follow the 100-day mourning period regulations or were thought to be insincere in their grief, were subject to punishment and in some cases may have been executed. A notable example of this was the alleged death of Kim Chol and other high-ranking officials. However, in the case of Chol, doubts have been raised as to the credibility of the original account within the foreign policy stating that 
stories about violent deaths of North Korean elites tend to be exaggerated, and observing the version of events dis disseminated by the South Korean media was likely based on gossip. Several large-scale bronze statues have been erected alongside statues of Kim Il-sung. They include a 19-foot statue of Kim Jong-il and Kim Il-sung, each riding a horse. This was the first large monument built after Kim Jong-il's death. And a 75-foot tall statue at Manswada, Pyongyang. The government has also been replacing statues of Kim Il-sung with updated versions along with new statues of Kim Jong-il, beside the ones of his father at each of the provincial capitals and other sites. Following his death, numerous commemorative stamps and coins were made, and slogans have been carved on the sides of mountains in honor of his 70th birthday anniversary. Finally, we get to Kim Jong-un, the current leader of North Korea. Kim Jong-un, the grandson of North Korean's founder, was largely absent from the public and government service until the mid-2000s. In 2010, he began referring as the young general, and by 2011 as respected general. Like his father, he lacks any formal military training or service. With the death of his father, state media began to refer to him as the great successor. Although he is still a new reeler, the development of his own personality cult is well underway. With large numbers of posters, signs, and other propaganda being placed all over the country. Some commentators have noted that his striking likeness and appearance to Kim Il-sung has helped solidify him as an undisputed ruler in the minds of the people. Kim Jong-un marks the third generation of Kim family dynastic's leadership. People who criticized the succession were sent to re-education camps or otherwise punished. And after the mourning period of Kim Jong-il, government authorities began to increase their efforts on building the idolization of Kim Jong-un. After Kim Jong-il's death, the president of the Presidium announced that respected comrade Kim Jong-un is our party, military, and country's supreme leader, who inherits great comrade Kim Jong-il's ideology, leadership, character, virtues, grit, and courage. Shortly after the new leader came to power, a 1,840-foot-long propaganda sign was erected in his honor near a lake in the Renangang province. The sign supposedly visible from space reads, Long live General Kim Jong-un, the Shining Sun. In 2013, the Workers' Party of Korea amended the Ten Principles for the Establishment of a Monolithic Ideological System which in practice serves as the primary legal authority and framework of the country to demand absolute obedience to Kim Jong-un. 
Kim Jong-un's uncle, Jang Soon-tak, was executed on December 12, 2013. His death was attributed, in part, to undermining the Kim's family of personality cult. His death has also been seen as a move by Kim Jong-un to consolidate his own cult. In 2015, at the end of the formal three-year mourning period for the death of Kim Jong-il, Kim Jong-un ordered the construction of new monuments to be built in every country of North Korea. Extensive renovations to the Kumsun Susan Memorial Palace have also been ordered. Analysts say the order to erect more statues to the Kim family will be a heavy financial burden on the economy that is already struggling due to years of chronic mismanagement and international sanctions. North Korea has a civil law system based on the Prussian model and an influence by Japanese tradition and communist legal theory. Judiciary procedures are handled by the Supreme Court, the highest court of appeal. Provincial or special city-level courts, people's courts, and special courts. People's courts are at the lowest level of the system and operate in cities, counties, and urban districts, while different kinds of special courts handle cases related to military, railroad, or maritime matters. Judges are theoretically elected by their respective local people's assemblies, but in practice, they are appointed by the Workers' Party of Korea. The penal code is based on the principle of nullum crimen sin leg, no crime without a law, but remains a tool for political control despite several amendments reducing ideological influences. Courts carry out legal procedures related not only to criminal and civil matters, but also political cases as well. Political prisoners are sent to labor camps while criminal offenders are incarcerated in a separate system. The Ministry of People's Security, MPS, maintains most law enforcement activities. It is one of the most powerful state institutions in North Korea and oversees the National Police Force, investigates criminal cases, and manages non-political correctional facilities. It handles other aspects of domestic security like civil registration, traffic control, fire departments, and railroad security. The State Security Department was separated from the MPS in 1973 to conduct domestic and foreign intelligence, counterintelligence, and manage the political prison system. Political camps can be short-term re-education zones or total control zones for lifetime detention. Camp 14 in Kachon, Camp 15 in Yadok, and Camp 18 in Bukchang are described in detailed testimonies. The security apparatus is very extensive, exerting strict control over residence, travel, employment, clothing, food, and family life. Security establishment empl employ massive surveillance, 
tightly monitoring cellular and digital communications. The MPS, state security, and police allegedly conduct real-time monitoring of text messages, online data transfer, monitor phone calls, and automatically transcribe recorded conversations. They reportedly have the capacity to triangulate a subscriber's exact location, while military intelligence monitors phone and radio traffic as far as 87 miles south of the demilitarized zone. Initially, North Korea had diplomatic ties with only other communist countries. In the 1960s and 70s, it pursued an independent foreign policy, established relations with many developing countries, and joined the non-aligned movement. In the late 1980s and the 1990s, its foreign policy was thrown into turmoil with the collapse of the Soviet bloc. Suffering an economic crisis, it closed a number of its embassies. At the same time, North Korea sought to build relations with developed free market countries. As a result of its isolation, it is sometimes known as the Hermit Kingdom, a term that was originally referred to the isolationism in the latter part of the Joseon dynasty. As of 2015, North Korea had diplomatic relations with 166 countries and embassies in 47 countries. North Korea continues to have strong ties with its socialist Southeast Asian allies in Vietnam and Laos, as well as Cambodia. Most of the foreign embassies in North Korea are located in Beijing rather than in Pyongyang. The Korean demilitarized zone with South Korea is the most heavily fortified border in the world. As a result, the North Korean nuclear weapons program, the six-party talks were established to find a peaceful solution to the growing tensions between the two Korean governments, Russia, China, Japan, and the United States. North Korea was previously designated a state sponsor of terrorism because of its alleged involvement in the 1983 Rangoon bombing and the 1987 bombing of a South Korean airliner. On October 11, 2008, the United States removed North Korea from its list of states that sponsor terrorism after Pyongyang agreed to cooperate on issues related to its nuclear program. The kidnapping of at least 13 Japanese citizens by North Korean agents in the 1970s and 1980s was another issue in the country's foreign policy. North Korea's policy is to seek reunification without what is sees outside interference through a federal structure retaining each side's leadership and systems. In 2000, both North and South Korea signed the June 15th North-South Joint Declaration in which both sides made promises to seek out a peaceful reunification. The Democratic Federal Republic of Korea is a proposed state, first mentioned by then North Korean President Kim Il-sung on October 10, 1980, 
proposing a federation between North and South Korea in which the respective political systems would initially remain. Inter-Korean relations are at the core of the North Korean diplomacy and have seen numerous shifts in the past few decades. In 1972, the two Koreas agreed in principle to achieve reunification through peaceful means and without foreign interference. Relationships remained cool well until the early 1990s, with a brief period in the early 1980s when North Korea provided flood relief to its southern neighbor and the two countries organized a reunion of 92 separated families. The Sunshine Policy, instituted by South Korean President Kim Dae-jung in 1998, was a watershed in inter-Korean relations. It encouraged other countries to engage with the North, which allowed Pyongyang to normalize relations with a number of European Union states and contributed to the establishment of the joint North-South economic projects. The accumulation of the Sunshine Policy was the 2000 Inter-Korean Summit, when Kim Dae-jung visited Kim Jong-il in Pyongyang. On October 4, 2007, South, and South Korean President Ro Moo-hyun and Kim Jong-il signed an eight-point peace agreement. Relations worsened in the late 2000s and early 2010s when South Korea President Lee Myung-bak adopted a more hardline approach and suspended aid deliveries pending the denuclearization of North Korea. North Korea responded by ending all of its previous engagements and agreements with the South. It deployed additional ballistic missiles and placed its military on full combat alert after South Korea, Japan, and the United States threatened to intercept the Unha-2 space launch vehicle. The next few years witnessed a string of hostilities, including the alleged North Korean involvement in the sinking of the South Korean warship Chonan, mutually ending of diplomatic ties, a North Korean artillery attack on Yangping Island, and an international crisis involving threats of nuclear exchange. The Korean People's Army, or the KPA, is North Korea's military organization. The KPA has 1.1 million active and 8.4 million reserve and paramilitary troops, making it the largest military institution in the world. About 20% of men aged 17 to 54 serve in the regular armed forces, and approximately one in every 25 citizens is an enlisted soldier. The KPA has five branches, ground force, Navy, Air Force, Special Operations Force, and Rocket Force. Command of the Korean People's Army lies in both the Central Military Commission of the Workers' Party of Korea and the Independent National Defense Commission. The Ministry of People's Armed Forces is subordinate 
to the latter. Of all the KPA branches, the ground force is the largest. It has approximately one million personnel divided into 80 infantry divisions, 30 artillery brigades, 25 special warfare brigades, 20 mechanized brigades, 10 tank brigades, and seven tank regiments. They are equipped with 3,700 tanks, 2,100 armored personnel carriers and infantry fighting vehicles, 17,900 artillery pieces, 11,000 anti-aircraft guns, and some 10,000 man pads and anti-tech guided missiles. Other equipment includes 1,600 aircraft in the Air Force and 1,000 vessels in the Navy. North Korea has the largest special forces and the largest submarine fleet in the world. North Korea possesses nuclear weapons, but its arsenal remains limited. Various estimates put its stockpile at less than 10 plutonium warheads and 12 to 30 nuclear weapon equivalents if uranium warheads were considered. Delivery capabilities are provided by the Rocket Force, which has some 1,000 ballistic missiles with a range of up to 3,000 kilometers. According to a 2004 South Korean assessment, North Korea possesses a stockpile of chemical weapons estimated to amount to 2,500 to 5,000 tons, including nerve, blister, blood, and vomiting agents, as well as the ability to cultivate and produce biological weapons, including anthrax, smallpox, and cholera. Because of its nuclear and missile tests, North Korea has been sanctioned under the United Nations Security Council Resolutions 1695 of July, in July of the year 2006, also United Nations Security Council Resolution 1718 in October 2006, and United Nations Security Council Resolution 1874 in June of 2009, and 2087 as of January 2013. The military faces some issues limiting its conventional capabilities, including obsolete equipment, insufficient fuel supplies, and shortage of digital command and control assets. To compensate for these deficiencies, the KPA has deployed a wide range of asymmetric warfare technologies, like anti-personnel blinding lasers, GPS jammers, midget submarines and human torpedoes, stealth paint, electromagnetic pulse bombs, and cyber warfare units. The KPA units have attempted to jam South Korean military satellites. Much of the equipment is engineered and produced by a domestic defense industry. Weapons are manufactured in roughly 1,800 ground 1,800 underground defense industry plants 
scattered throughout the country. Most of them located in the Chagang province. The defense industry is capable of producing a full range of individual and crew-served weapons, artillery, armored vehicles, tanks, missiles, helicopters, surface combats, submarines, landing and infiltration craft, Yak-18 trainers, and possibly co-production of jet aircraft. According to official North Korean media, military expenditures for 2010 amounted to 16% of the state budget. With the exception of a small Chinese community and a few ethnic Japanese, North Korea's 25 million people are ethnically homogenous. Demographic experts in the 20th century estimated that the population would grow to 25.5 million by 2000 and 28 million by 2010, but this increase never occurred due to the North Korean famine. It began in 1995 and lasted for three years and resulted in the deaths of between 300,000 and 800,000 North Koreans annually. The deaths were most likely caused by malnutrition-related illnesses like pneumonia and tuberculosis rather than starvation. International donors led by the United States initiated shipments of food through the World Food Program in 1997 to combat the famine. Despite re drastic reduction of aid under the George W. Bush administration, the situation gradually improved. The number of malnourished children declined from 60% in 1998 to 37% in 2006 to 28% in 2013. Domestic food production almost recovered to the recommended annual levels of five and a half million tons of cereal equivalent in 2013. But the World Food Program reported a continuing lack of dietary diversity and access to fats and proteins. The famine had a significant impact on the population growth rate, which declined to 0.9% annually in 2002 and 0.53% in 2014. Late marriages after military services, limited housing space and long hours of work or political studies further exhaust the population to reduce growth. The national birth rate is 14 and a half births per year per 1,000 population. Two-thirds of the households consist of extended families, mostly living in two-room units. Marriage is virtually universal, and divorce is extremely rare. North Korea had a life expectancy of 70 years in 2013, while North Korea is classified as a low-income country, the structure of North Korea's cause of death is unlike that of other low-income countries.
Instead, it's closer to the worldwide averages with non-communicable diseases such as cardiovascular disease and cancer, accounting for two-thirds of the total deaths. A 2013 study reported that communicable diseases and malnutrition are responsible for 29% of the total deaths in North Korea. This figure is higher than those of high-income countries and South Korea, but half the average 57% of all deaths in other low-income countries. Infectious diseases like tuberculosis, malaria, and hepatitis B are considered to be endemic to the country as a result of the famine. Cardiovascular disease as a single disease group is the largest cause of death in North Korea. The three major causes of death in Korea are ischemic heart disease at 13%, lower respiratory infections at 11%, and cerebral vascular disease at 7%. Non-communicable diseases risk factors in North Korea include high rates of urbanization, an aging society, high rates of smoking and alcohol consumption among men. According to a 2003 report by the United States Department of State, almost 100% of the population has access to water and sanitation. 60% of the population had access to improved sanitation facilities in 2000. A free universal insurance system is in place. Quality of medical care varies significantly by region and is often low with severe shortages of equipment, drugs, and anesthetics. According to the World Health Organization, expenditure on health per capita is one of the lowest in the world. Prevention medicine is emphasized through physical exercise and sports. Nationwide monthly checkups and routine spraying of public places against disease Every individual has a lifetime health card, which contains his full medical record. The 2008 census listed the entire population as literate, including those in the age group beyond 80. An 11-year free compulsory cycle of primary and secondary education is provided to more than 27,000 nursery schools, 14,000 kindergartens, 4,800 four-year primary, and 4,700 six-year secondary schools. 77% of males and 79% of females aged 30 to 34 have finished secondary school. An additional 300 universities and colleges offer higher education. Most graduates from compulsory program do not attend university, but begin their obligatory military service or proceed to work in farms or factories instead. The main deficiencies of higher education are the heavy presence of ideological subjects, which comprise 50% of the courses in social studies and 20% in sciences, and the imbalances 
in the curriculum. The study of natural science is greatly emphasized while social sciences are neglected. Heuristics is actively applied to develop the independence and creativity of students throughout the system. The study of Russian and English was made compulsory in, in upper middle school in the year 1978. North Korea shares the Korean language with South Korea, although some dialectical differences exist within both Koreas. North Koreans refer to their Paigon dialect as Munwa, or cultured language, as opposed to the dialects of the Southern Koreans, especially the Seoul dialect, which is known as standard language, which are viewed as decadent because of its use of Chinese and English loanwords. North Korea is an atheist state where public religion is discouraged. There are no known official statistics of religion in North Korea. According to religious intelligence, 64% of the population are irreligious, 16% practice Korean shamism, 13.5% practice Chondoism, 4.5% are Buddhists, and 1.7% are Christian. Freedom of religion and the right to religious ceremonies are constitutionally guaranteed, but religions are formally restricted by the government. The influence of Buddhism and Confucianism still has an effect on cultural life. Buddhists reportedly fare better than other religious groups. They are given limited funding by the government to promote the religion because Buddhism played an integral role in the traditional Korean culture. Chandoism, known as the Heavenly Way, is an indigenous syncretic belief combining elements of Korean shamanism, Buddhism, Taoism, and Catholicism that is officially represented by the WPK-controlled Changu Party. In contrast, the Open Doors Missions claims the most severe persecution of Christians in the world occurs in North Korea. Four state-sanctioned churches exist, but freedom of religion advocates claim these are showcases for foreigners. Amnesty International has expressed concern about religious persecution in North Korea. According to North Korean documents and refugee testimonies, all North Koreans are sorted into groups according to their Songbun, an ascribed status system based on the citizens' assessed loyalty to the regime. Based on their own behavior and the political, social, and economic background of their family for three generations, as well as the behavior by relatives within that range, Songbun is allegedly used to determine whether an individual is trusted with responsibility, given opportunities, or even receives adequate food. Songbun allegedly affects 
access to educational and employment opportunities, and particularly whether a person is eligible to join North Korea's ruling party. There are three main classifications and about 50 subclassifications. According to Kim Il-sung, speaking in 1958, the loyal core class consisted of 25% of the North Korean population. The wavering class, 55%, and the hostile class, 20%. The highest status is accorded to individuals descended from those who participated with Kim Il-sung in the resistance against Japanese occupation during and before World War II, and those who were factory workers, laborers, or peasants in 1950. While some analysts believe private commerce recently changed the Songbun system to some extent, most North Korean refugees say it remains a commanding presence in everyday life. The North Korean government claims all citizens are equal and denies any discriminations on the basis of family background. North Korea is widely accused of having one of the worst human rights records in the world. North Koreans have been referred to as some of the world's most brutalized people by Human Rights Watch because of the severe restrictions placed on their political and economic freedoms. The North Korean population is strictly managed by the state and all aspects of daily life are subordinate to the party in state planning. Employment is managed by the party on the basis of political reliability, and travel is tightly controlled by the Ministry of People's Security. Amnesty International reports of severe restrictions on the freedom of association, expression and movement, arbitrary detention, torture, and other ill treatment resulting in death and executions. North Korea applies capital punishment including public executions. Human rights organizations estimate that 1,200 executions have been carried out in the country as of the year 2009. The State Security Department extrajudiciary appends, apprehends and imprisons those accused of political crimes without due process. People perceived as hostile to the government, such as Christians, or critics of leadership are deported to labor camps without trial, often their whole family and mostly without any chance of being re released. Based on satellite images and defector testimony, Amnesty International estimates that around 200,000 prisoners are held in six large political prison camps where they are forced to work in conditions approaching slavery. Supporters of the government who deviate from the government line are subject to re-education in sections of labor camps set aside for that purpose. Those who are deemed politically rehabilitated may reassume responsible government positions on their release. North Korean defectors have provided detailed testimonies on the existence of the total control zones 
where abuses such as t torture, starvation, rape, murder, medical experimentation, forced labor, and forced abortions have been reported. On the basis of these abuses, as well as persecution on political, religious, racial, and gender grounds, forcible transfer of population, enforced disappearance of persons, and forced starvation, the United Nations Commission of Inquiry has accused North Korea of crimes against humanity. The International Coalition to Stop Crimes Against Humanity in North Korea estimates that over 10,000 people die in North Korean prison camps every year. The North Korean government rejects the human rights abuses claims, calling them a smear campaign and a human rights racket aimed at regime change. In a report to the UN, North Korea dismissed accusations of atrocities as wild rumors. The government admitted some human right issues related to living conditions and stated that it was working to improve them. North Korea has maintained one of the most closed and centralized economies in the world since the 1940s. For several decades, it followed the Soviet pattern of five-year plans with the ultimate goal of achieving self-sufficiency. Extensive Soviet and Chinese support allowed North Korea to rapidly recover from the Korean War and register very high growth rates. Systematic inefficiencies began to arise around 1960 when the economy shifted from the extensive to the intensive development stage. The shortage of skilled labor, energy, arable land, and transportation significantly impeded long-term growth and resulted in consistent failure to meet planning objectives. The major slowdown in the economy contrasted with South Korea, in which surpassed the North in terms of absolute GDP per capita income by the 1980s. North Korea declared the last seven-year plan unsuccessful in December 1993 and thereafter stopped announcing plans. The loss of the Eastern Bloc trading partners and a series of natural disasters throughout the 1990s caused severe hardships, including widespread famine. By 2000, the situation improved owing to a massive international food assistance effort, but the economy continues to suffer from food shortages, dilapidated infrastructure, and a critically low energy supply. In an attempt to recover from the collapse, the government began structural reforms in 1998 that formally legalized private ownership of assets and decentralized control over production. A second round of reforms in 2002 led to an expansion of market activities, partial monetization, flexible prices and salaries, and introduction of incentives and accountability techniques. Despite these changes, North Korea remains a command economy where the state owns almost all means of production and development. Priorities are defined by the government.
North Korea has a, the structural profile of a relatively industrialized country where nearly half of the gross domestic product is generated by industry and human development is at medium levels. Purchasing power parity, GDP is estimated at 40 billion with a very low per capita value of $1,800 per person. Your journey is now ending. You are now leaving the Sapphire Planet. Goodbye from the Sapphire Planet. Own a piece of the planet. Now you can purchase Sapphire Planet merchandise online at sapphireplanet.com.